This is Glass Half Full with me, Steve Twine, and where I'm joined by inspirational guests from around the world, sharing their stories, stories that may well resonate with you. Sit back and enjoy this week's Glass Half Full. So you're listening to Yawa Radio, and uh, it's Steve here with uh, Glass Full. I'm joined today by Chrissy Humphrey. Chrissy, how are you? I'm really well. How are you, Steve? I'm very well indeed, thank you. Both of us rejoicing because the sun is shining. Yes, that's right. I think it's finally time for some summer. Let's let's hope so. Let's hope so. Now, let's put a question out to the listeners for a minute, because, you know, is anybody out there thinking about writing a book hmm. are you feeling overwhelmed have you got challenges well chrissy this is what you do you help people overcome these challenges um in in writing a book so how did it all start for you and how does it all work okay yeah so it all started really with the, the, the desire to help people um to get the story out and impact more people with the story. Um, so I helped a few writers to um, really um, think about what the story is that they want to tell and how they can impact more people with their story. So um, yeah, I uh, I knew there was a way in the beginning to to help people. I didn't know how, but um, you know, you learn as you go as well. So do you have a background in this? Then you have a background in journalism or anything? No, I don't actually. I um I've done lots of jobs in in um you know in my teenage years and um but I always knew that I wanted to help people. Um so for me it was always important to to give value to help other people. Um and then when I started my coaching diploma I worked um just by coincidence I worked with a few writers. Um and one uh lady stuck out really a lot because um she wanted to um publish her diary um, and the diary was of a date rape so she was raped when she was in her 20s and she knew once she publishes the book um, she can help other rape survivors as well and for me that was the moment of like oh my god you know I could help people to get the story out to help more people that was the epiphany for me um, right. to help more okay and, and what I'm just I'm just trying to put myself in the position of writing a book here. And um, so what, what kind of things get in the way then for, for people? Um, I think the biggest one is um, fear, mm-hmm. fear of like, I'm not a writer. Why would I write a book and why would people read my, um, let's say, my memoir or my story? Um, I would also say procrastination, you know, they maybe had a great idea in the beginning and then they go like, oh, gosh, you know, I've written 10,000 words, but I'm completely stuck now. You know what? Um, you know, I've got other things to do. So I think it's it's fear, but it's also procrastination. Life gets too busy. We're all busy. Um, so what I always say to my writers that I work with is you have to have your why. If you know why you're writing and what the outcome will be and how you're going to achieve that, then that's the best foundation you can have. Once you know um, that, then you will stick to it as well. Then you will continue writing as well, which is really, really important. So mindset is definitely something as well that yeah. is um, important. Mindset comes into things in a, in a lot of ways, doesn't it? You know, do people, I'm just thinking, do, do people think they've got to, um, how can I put this, write a, a masterpiece or it's got to be 
a big book, you know. I mean, I, 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 I've enjoyed some books that are... There's a, there's a book by... Um, oh, I forgot his name, but it's called Follow Your Heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, excuse me when I say this, but it, it's, it's not small print, but it's not massive print, but it's, and it's got lots of little illustrations in. And I tell you what, you can read it in a night. Yeah. You know, it's, but it's got some key messages in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I've often thought, you know, do people think they've, because uh, you can read some books and, God, it takes hours to get to the point. Do you know what I mean? Or what the message is? And For sure. And they pad it out with things. So does, For that, sure. does that overwhelm people a bit? Um, yeah, I think um, a lot of people, they uh, compare themselves with maybe the big authors, the big um, people out there like, you know, Stephen King um, and, uh, you know, David Baldashi. And I'm just naming a few. Mm. But um, what I always say is like, don't compare yourself to the well-known authors because they all started small. They didn't all write, you know, this amazing story straight away. They mm. had also their struggles. And if you Google them, you will find as well with uh, J.K. Rowling, for example, she's struggled a lot in the beginning, but it's the perseverance that gets you through it. Um, and I can speak from my own experience as well. So I've just finished writing my memoir um, as well. And I didn't set out to write this um, massive big book about my life. I just wanted to write something that um, I went through and hopefully that will help other people as well. So um, I didn't go out and, and, and think, okay, I need to write that set amount of words. I just gave my uh, give myself the permission really to write. And that's what I would say to your listeners as well. Give yourself the permission to write and write badly as well. In the beginning, it's absolutely okay to just write and then in the end, you edit. But it's just getting the, the words on the piece of paper or just recording yourself um, getting the story out and um, just forming it in your head as well. But don't don't compare yourself with the big authors. The, the only one you can compare yourself with is yourself, the one that you were yesterday. And um, th- that that is the only like kind of feedback I would give to, yeah. to people. Are you, a, are you a little bit better than you were yesterday, really, and all that That's kind right. of thing? And, and yeah. you, you pick, just pick up on a point you were saying there then, it's, you know, sort of get it down. And I'll share this with you as well, because... Um, mm. How important is it, and I'll give you a couple of instances there, um, how important is it that it has to be grammatically correct? Let me put that into context for you. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there's a great book by, um, it's called Juice Juice Power or something, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the guy that wrote that book in mm-hmm. his opening chapter or his opening introduction says, this book will annoy so many people mm-hmm. because it is not grammatically correct. Okay. Okay. But it's me. Yeah. This this is me writing this book. This is my yep. personality. Okay. Yeah. And and I quite like that. And then the, on, the reason I ask as well is um, when when I'm putting blog my yeah my, my daughter used to work for a publishing company in London. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'd put blog posts out, and she'd ring me up, and she'd go, "Oh, Papa, <laughs> what, what's the matter now? Well, who's had a brain dump?" <laughs> So well, what's it mean? She said, well, you've put this lovely blog post out, but it's not grammatically correct. Right. And she said, if you were, when you're doing a talk and you're presenting to a group, I get that it comes across, but when you read it, it looks a bit strange. You mm-hmm. know? 
is yep. it okay if I tidy up a bit? And I said, mm-hmm. well, well, it is, but don't lose my personality. <laughs> that's so right. That's, that's sure. why I asked the question. Yeah. So um, I can only talk from my own experience again, um, is basically my uh, first language is German. Uh, my mother tongue is German. So, but I've written my book in English. So for me, the fear was as well, you know, is this good enough? But I also think it's important that you just write. And at the end, it can be um, either by someone else, um, go th- well, someone can go through it and just check for grammar mistakes, punctuation and all of that. So that's not really important in the beginning. Uh, in the beginning, it's just to um, get your story out um, and just write. But in the end, you can find people that help you with the grammar, with the punctuation, and they won't change um, the, the text necessarily. They will just give you some uh, some points that you can make it maybe better or that you can rewrite it to make it sound like more um, like you. Um, but it won't be necessary that you worry about the grammar in the beginning. And Christy, coming back to the start when you said about your reason why and that J.K. Rowling, you know, got you know ultimately she had a reason why she wanted to get her stuff out yeah um so what what about what about the probably maybe the discipline is the right word is it a discipline to write so many words a day i don't know what does that help um yeah so um there's no right or wrong here for some people it's really good to have a writing routine so they set a time every day nine o'clock for one hour something like that other people say like I don't really have the time Uh, I'm just going to do it every weekend Um, whatever works for you is the right thing to do I I wouldn't necessarily say you know you need to follow this format and then it's fine but what I would say like is like with brushing teeth it becomes a habit so the more you do it the more it becomes a habit so if you write every day even if it's just for 10 minutes it will help you massively even if it's not writing your book but writing a blog post writing a letter to someone writing something every day that will keep the momentum going and you will see you will feel more confident and you feel more happy about your writing and how you're progressing as well okay and, and what about that wonderful moment when you go god there's nothing coming out my head mm-hmm. <laughs> they must have days and moments like that everybody must have those kind of things for sure for sure yeah. uh, we all have that and i think that the main thing is to not to um worry about it too much because everyone has got procrastination suffers from procrastination and overwhelm i would always say go out do something else you know run um cycle do whatever you feel like you know you want to do and um also another tip would be to read read lots because the more you read the more ideas you get and the more you feel like you can write something else you know even if it's just half a page or a page but you get more ideas once you read more as well and and i just from i'm just thinking about myself when i write blog posts and things because i might just have a i could be sat here Right. And all of a sudden I just get I just get an idea come into my head. Mm-hmm. I've got no idea what the content's going to be yet. Yeah. Right. But I'll write the heading down mm-hmm. of, the, of the blog post. And then, I'll, mm-hmm. you know, I'll either it'll come to me very quick yeah. or I'll park it and I'll go away um, and I might just do something else. And then I'll go back to my journal or whatever mm-hmm. heading and I'll go, right, I've got it. And the words come. And I often think, where do those words come from? You know what I mean? Because yeah. they come from somewhere. Where, That's you right. Know, and, but, yes. but then it just it just flows then. That's um, it. 
And, and I always say as well is have your phone maybe handy as well because you can record your voice as well. So if you've got a sudden idea, let's say you're in the car or you're on the train, you just want to record something quickly, have that with you and then you won't forget it until you get home. Yeah. And now it is an interesting one then is about from for, for putting it down either it's personally for me, I'll share this with you. I use a pen and paper to write my headings down and then my mm-hmm. notes, and then I would put it onto a laptop or typewriter. I, I do that because I was once told the, the, the hand and the brain engages more emotionally when you're mm-hmm. writing it as opposed mm-hmm. to a keyboard. It was just, is that right? Does that make sense? Um, again, there's no right or wrong. Some people enjoy it to write it down on a piece of paper. Other people, they prefer more to write it on a laptop, on a computer. It just really what what you um, what you like better. But for me, it's um, uh, I have to say I like it better if it's written down on my laptop because um, my handwriting is quite messy. So <laughs> if I write it down on my laptop, it's much better to um, to edit as well. Okay. Now earlier on, you talked about the fear. Okay, is is that a little bit about the fear of putting yourself out there? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's the the fear of rejection. What if someone doesn't like my book? What if people don't want to read my book? What if I can't sell one book? What if? It's a lot of times where people say, what if, what if, what if? And then what I always try to do in my coaching session is to turn it around to like, but what if it's a bestseller? What if you're going to make money with it? What if people absolutely love what you've been uh, writing about? So turning those phrases around into something positive is quite helpful sometimes as well. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, they put something out there and you think, well, what happens if somebody criticizes it or really has a go about it? You know, do you know what? And we can all do that. We can all be, you know, being the critic, easy, really, isn't it? You know, there's a big difference. I've often said to some critics, you know, about stuff. You know, well, well, you put something down then. That's from a right. creative point of view, instead yeah, of criticizing right. everybody else, you know. And, you know, when you look at the statistics as well, how many people are starting to write a book and how many people are actually finishing it, it's uh, it's perseverance. People are, you know, more inclined to finish something that they really believe in and that they you know, there might be there might be some um, people critiquing them, but I think it's more important if you have a message that needs to be um, put out there, a message that needs to be shared with others, then you will finish it as well. Okay, and, and Chrissy, do you help people across various genres? Like, could it, you know, could it be fiction? Could it be personal development? Pers- like the personal one you shared earlier on. Well. Yeah, so um, most of the people that I help with is um, non-fiction. Um, I like um, helping people that are writing their memoirs, um, but self-help um, as well is, is definitely something that um, I have experience with as well. Um, but um, I would say, you know, I'm, I'm always happy to have a chat with, with <laughs> anyone out there that feels like they need some, some help um, because sometimes all you need to do is have a chat with someone that has gone through the same thing and then you go like, oh, actually, now I can do this and that. So I'm always happy to, to, to talk to anyone really about it. Chrissy, how long did it take you to write your book, Ben? Um, if I'm really honest with you, a week. A week? Wow. Yes. Right. So you must have had all the ideas flying about for 
No? Yeah, yeah I, um, I put myself under a lot of pressure. Um, so I've given myself a week to write it. And I was like, I just need to do it. Um, there were a lot of things going on as well. But I was like, I can do this. I can finish it in the week. It's not, you know, it's not like a, a big, massive book mm. uh, with 30, 40,000 words. Um, but it's something that um, has helped me personally, but it's also something that's going to help others. So, and I can always add to it as well. If I'm going to, um, you know, have it published for a very long time, you can add things to it as well. But I just thought the main idea for me was just to get it out there so people can read it and can also maybe learn from my mistakes as well. Uh, and so, Christy, did you self-publish then? So I'm just um, talking to an editor at the moment because I'm just in the final stages, but I'm going to self-publish the book. Right. Okay. So when it's published, yeah. because on the hour radio, we have the inspirational book of the week. Yeah. Okay. So if you let us have information about that, then uh, we'll, sure. we'll, we'll put it out as the inspirational book of the week. Wow. Thank you very much. Yeah, that would be great. to do that. So when you're working, if somebody contacts you then, what, what's the process when you start working with them? I, I guess yeah. remotely as well. You can, mm -hmm. yeah. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So um, normally I have a, just an informal chat about their current situation, what they want to um, achieve, uh, let's say in the next six to nine months. Um, then we um, have just a, a general chat about, um, you know, where, where they're, fears are or um, what's holding them back at the moment and then I normally work with them um, every two weeks we have a session so 30 to 60 minutes long um, and we just um, focus on what the goal is for the next week or next two weeks so we don't really focus on finishing the book because mm -hmm. that's overwhelming we just focus on the little steps in order to get to the next um, goal. Yeah, the little steps that make the quantum leap, as I say. That's that, right. That's, exactly. That, that's the, and, and one other question as well, then, um, before we find, can ask people yeah, how they can find out more about you. How important is the title? How important is the title of the book? Ah, that's a good question as well. So the title is very important. Um, basically, um, obviously, when you look on Amazon or, or anywhere, really, um, there's so many self-help books, cookbooks, they're all kind of the same, but your title stands out. So if you're going to um, a bookshop and you're looking for a book, would you grab a book that is just like um, how to, or would you grab a book that's kind of like um, a little bit um, of um, daring, you know, something that you go like, oh, I want to know more about that. You know, mm. it's something that gets you to think, oh, I want to know more about this person. I want to more, more, uh, want to know more about the story, something about that. So the title is really important. Yeah, I'm, I, I like that as well, because I remember when I, mean, I love reading books and um, I can remember when I bought to, um, Robin Sharma, the man who the man who sold his Ferrari. All right. What? What was that? Oh, the, the monk. Sorry, the monk who sold ah. his Ferrari. That was the that got that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's a great read, as opposed to how to change your life in seven days. That's right. That's yeah. right. Mm, yes. Yeah. What? No. Entice me in. That's draw, right. Draw me in. Yes. You know. and, That's and, right. Yeah. Oh, interesting stuff. So, so Chrissy, how can people find out more about you then if they want to get in touch? 
Yeah, so um, you can find me on Facebook. I'm Christy Humphrey on Facebook, but I'm also on LinkedIn, Christy Humphrey. Again, um, I haven't got a website because all of my energy is going at the moment of helping more writers. So um, the website is in the process, but um, I just wanted to finish my book and help um, other writers. So yeah, there's a few things that I'm working on at the moment, but you can find me on social media. Wonderful. So if you if you sat there right now thinking, I have a book in me, but I don't know where to start. Well, you do now. <laughs> you know where to go. Chrissy, That's thank right. you for joining us today. Thank you so much, Steve, for having me. The pleasure. And have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Time for another inspirational quote. Be happy. Be inspired. The secret of happiness is not in doing what one likes but in liking what one does. James A. Barry. Well, thank you for joining me on this week's Glass Half Full podcast. If you'd like to join me as a guest, then why not get in touch? You can email me at steve at stevetwynham.com. And also, if you're looking for a radio station that is that little bit different, that brings you all about well-being and happiness, and personal development and great music too and then check out Yawa Radio that's Yawa spelt Y-O-W-A-H dot co dot UK check out Yawa Radio bringing that feel good feeling to every single day of the week so once again thank you for joining me on today's Glass Half Full podcast it is produced and presented by myself Steve Twynham and copyright applies and whatever you're doing for the rest of your day have the best day you possibly can